Welcome, Oncers. You have discovered the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Colleen Roney. Hello. Hi. We are not coming to you from the underworld. We are no. by the shore of Storybrook. And this is going to be our first thoughts on the episode entitled Swan Song. This is podcast episode number 309. The show notes can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 309. So, really quickly, I just want to say this, and we'll say it at the end, too, but sometimes people don't listen to the end. We have an official travel agent, and the hiatus is coming up. If you have any travel that you need, advice, planning, whatever, please go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash travel agent, and you can speak to Jeannie, our official travel agent for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we just watched Swan Song, and I noticed that you had a little teary moment or two. That's putting it mildly. Okay. Sobbing uncontrollably. Okay. All right. Like, ugly cry. Okay. And I held it in. I know. I know. So it was a very, very emotional episode. And I think there were a couple of moments where there were some big reveals. And I think you may have been right once Mm -hmm. or twice. Mm -hmm. I wasn't right at all because that's just the way it is. So let's go ahead and dive in. It was interesting to see Hook's ship again, which Mm -hmm. turned out to be his father's ship. Mm -hmm. And that area just reminded me of... You know, uh, Young Bay was there and all that. It was yeah. just kind of a, a nice little reminder of things. I think they do that a lot when it's the f- premiere episode of an arc or a half season and then the end mm-hmm. that there's callbacks. And, sure. and there's definitely mentions of characters that we haven't seen in a while. But um, it was interesting that his father came in to calm young Killian down. Mm-hmm. And there was this idea of fear of the darkness. And his father said, I will watch over the light. So it's darkness and light, which was kind of what we've seen before. Sure. And his father said, you know, look inside. You're braver than you think. And in their their discussion, Killian said, I want to be a man just like you. And I think... Well, because his father asked him, yeah. you have to decide what kind of man you right, want to be. Right. I mean, that's that's a universal truth for, I think, everybody. You have to decide what kind of person you want to be. And I know that we'll, as the episode progressed, we dove in deeper, but I'll go ahead and throw out my my ace that I was holding till later on is that fathers aren't perfect. And right. so this idea of when children say, I want to be just like you, dad, you know, mm-hmm. whether this the song lyric or not, yeah. it's the idea that the father hopes that it's just the good parts yeah. because everyone's human. Everyone has failures and faults and frailties and all that. Mm-hmm. But it was just really kind of interesting 
as as we've seen this show progress, we know that no one is all good or all bad. There's a mixture of the two, mm-hmm. and it was just anyway, kind of stood out tonight. Yeah. So then, as that scene progressed, and we have a, a lapse, a, a time went ahead. We see there's this man who came down who's like in charge of the ship. That was given to him or something. Yeah, he traded it. Right. And so it turns out that this good father who's taking care of his son and lighting the little lamp and, and tell, him, tell him that he's going to be braver than he thinks he is. This other man said, no, your father is a thief, a fugitive of the law and mm-hmm. all that. And, and I think sometimes things in our life is our... By way of perception and an angle. How do you see sure. certain things? Well, and sometimes and, it's how it's presented to you, too. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not just how we see it. Sometimes that is the you know, the view that we're given, and it's your informed decisions based upon, you know, or your informed impression is based upon what you, you know, the facts you have before you, right? The, the, we have seen characters in this show, mm-hmm. and they've done certain things, and you will have people vehemently defending that vehemently, and giving yeah. you 25 reasons why it was justified. And right. on the other hand, other people will look at it a completely different thing and say, no, they were they were wrong for doing that. And here's all the reasons why. Yeah. So it's just yeah. it, it's it's interesting when you look at someone's life, what they've done from different uh, perspectives. Absolutely. So the the early hook and gold exchange uh, out on the road, you know, when and uh, Hook said, uh, "Well, looks like I won." <laughs> and it was interesting. They were talking about power, and Gold said, "Power is as only as good as who wields it." Right. And this was before the revelation at the end. Right. But I think still at that point, we still had good gold, I guess. We did. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You know, well, so well, a little sage as good wisdom. as as good as gold can ever be. Right. And again, we have another little thing that we always have for either the first, uh, the premiere episode or the finale for the winter finale now. And. We have the group walking down the street. There's always the group walking down the street somewhere to go to the middle or go somewhere. And this time we see Team 7 again. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -mm. we... Mm -mm. Team 6. Dopey's still a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going to get to that. (laughs) And poor Dopey's still out in the middle of the street. Over there, the more road. Yeah. No one's... I thought tonight that we were going to have one of those magical, well... Uh, the blue fairy gave us this, and it was going to fix him. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. So they didn't they didn't do that. I was no. I was waiting for it. No, but not. Poor Dopey, still a tree. Sorry, Jeffrey Kaiser. Yes, He's he is standing He's out still there a tree. in the rope. But then the there was a really interesting. Ex- I think Regina was one of those clutch players tonight that I really liked. She mm-hmm. wasn't. The main focus, no. But some of her exchanges and some of what she said tonight was some of the most. It to me, 
important and powerful things ever because she was zeroing in mm-hmm. on really important issues. And it's just really, really cool. Um, I, I wrote something down, switching gears about what Emma said about Killian. And uh, Emma said that man died in Camelot as far as Hook. Right, and right. And that, that who she brought back was not the man that died in Camelot. Right. And then I'm thinking, well, why did you bring it back then? She didn't think it through. Yeah, okay. She All didn't right. honestly okay. think it through. And she recognized that's part of why she came to the conclusion that, look, we, we got to stop him by whatever means necessary including killing him because she knew that that wasn't really Killian Jones. That was dark hook. Right. Right. And unfortunately that being the case, you know, he's not somebody to be trifled with. True. And I, it's almost like the dark ones didn't have a, they didn't have a welcome mat in Emma anymore. So she wasn't rolling out the welcome mat for the dark one. She was right. resisting and fighting with, you know, the goodness in her. Yes. So much so that when she did actually tether Killian to Excalibur, they went, oh, well, we can get into him real easy. Mm-hmm. And they kind of left her alone. Yeah. Essentially. So technically she can still see them. She's still in- involved. But at the same time, they're... They're, they've moved on because now they know they have a much stronger um, foothold in him than they ever did with her. So we had hoped that Zelina having time with the little newborn. Yeah. Little would baby help. green bean. Yes. Yeah. Babyhood or whatever baby you'd green like bean. to call the child it would soften her heart, help her to be mm-hmm. a better person. But no, she wants to grant herself soul custody, yeah. and she really just kind of wants to muck everything up. And she understands that all the dark ones are there, and so well, she's basically writing off Outlaw Queen and all that, and just it was uh, a lot of bravado yeah. because she felt like she was going to finally get everything she wanted, and she was toying with them, going, you know, with all the dark ones here, and the fact that she'll be dead in an hour, I'll just take her then. Yeah. There's there's Comic Con, there's Fan Fest, and then there's the Dark Ones convention. They were all just there walking around. Yeah, they look like tall Jawas. Mark the Davis, DOC Dark Ones convention. D- yeah, the DOC. Mm-hmm. Mark Davis, if you're listening, I mean, I I don't think he understood what I meant when I tweeted it out. But they're like tall Jawas. They do look like tall whatever. Jawas. Yeah, and they had glowing, glowing eyes, eyes, but they didn't. We didn't see any glowing eyes tonight. No, 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 no. So there's a mark of. Karen? Karen. Mm-hmm. Some people pronounce it Charon. It's C-H-A-R-O-N. It's the oh, wait a minute. ferryman the, of the underworld. But okay, I think I think there was a scorpion song. Probably. Brad. Probably. Scorpions. The sales of Charon. C-H-A-R-O-N. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. actually a great song. Okay. And Ingve Malmsteen does a great version well, of that. Well, there you go. All right. So, so yeah, that's, that's it. who that is. Yeah, it's yeah. just it, people have different pronunciations okay. of right. the names because Greek names and Greek words are, yeah, anyway. Henry took Bell's place when they were discussing it. Bell was not there. 
And right. usually it's Belle running over with a book. Oh, I know. Hey, that's that <laughs> mark of whatever. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's the fairy right. man and this yeah, and yeah, that. No, no. Henry did that this yeah. time. So I was like, wow. He And even they, they were like... I think it was gold is a clever boy. Yeah, yeah you're he did. absolutely right. He did. Yeah, it was ding 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 you win. Well, proud of his grandson well, and sure. the fact that, you know, he's learned his lessons well. He's paid attention and that's good. I'll it's take one the of the Dark things, One Chronicles hey, or 6000. Well, I don't even know. think it's even that. I think yeah. it's that, you know, he understands the whole, you know, Henry's the author and the fact that Belle is such a bookworm, and Rumple loves that about her. I think he, you know, appreciates that Henry also shares that same passion. It's too bad Belle doesn't know about uh, Gold's, yeah. Yeah. Well, honesty. we'll see how that goes. All right. So the it was interesting because Gold. I guess we all we all know that he knows a lot of things, but he doesn't talk about a lot. It was really interesting how he went in depth about the underworld. Yeah. It's just I never really considered that he would know such a thing. Well, he's been there. I, I know that, but I just... And come back from it. Okay. And I... I'll save my little kind of joke at the end about the episode. But anyway, it was just... Um, it was just interesting hearing him go on and on about the underworld. Yeah. And he said... He knows. You know, and it was kind of like at American Werewolf in London, there's always this kind of warning and somebody with a kind of a crooked finger pointing at you. And you use your use this time wisely. Use it to say goodbye. You know? Yeah. Fading away, so... Yeah. <sighs> who, who knew that he would know so much about whatever? But um, the... The Regina and Killian exchange mm-hmm. in Storybrooke, mm-hmm. talking about uh, revenge. Or no, 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 that was uh, the flashback. It was really interesting because he said uh, to her, well, you know all about revenge for sure. Yeah. And um, they they rarely kind of mention classic... Like hell, and it was interesting. They mentioned hell because they were kind of, kind of dancing around it, calling it the underworld and and all that. But it was interesting. They actually mentioned hell. So, the Regina also talked about the test that Killian had to perform before she wanted him to kill. Cora. Right, that was the test to, in order to give him what he wanted, which was revenge right. for Mila. And, the, and actually, that was a perfect test. Oh yeah, as it, was. it as it unfolded, absolutely. Yeah. So th- there's only been a few times in this show that I've really been impressed with something, and you know the whole Hook and Hook's father dynamic was very much Star Wars Luke facing vader again yeah and all that kind of yeah. thing and then with the um, palpatine kind of twisting things down and causing more trouble and this and that mm-hmm. there's a lot of star wars similarities i i thought in this episode tonight but uh i gotta tell you i i really enjoyed the seductive fun regina with the carriage i really re- <laughs> i enjoyed that probably more than i should I really, really did. I wanted to climb through the screen and crawl in the carriage. I know I, you did. I certainly did. 
You and absolutely I, did. That was really a lot of fun. We haven't seen good old fun uh, Regina in a long time. The, the, the last little funny Regina like that I, I've seen, we've all seen, is the one of the uh, extra scene, uh, deleted scenes on the um, season four uh, disc, which was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. When she was talking to Rumpel about crows or ravens. And so it was interesting to hear Snow basically give up. Yeah. When she was holding baby Neil and said, well, maybe gold's right. Maybe this is maybe this can is win. the war we can't yeah, win. The one we can't win. Yeah, the fight. That we was can't really win. yeah. That was really uh, that was really um, kind of sad. And and Emma was like, no, 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 yeah. no. You're snow freaking white. Mm-hmm. The hopes in your blood. I think that we all hit points where we all go there. When we're known for something, whether it's a it's a dogma or a belief or something, we're we're known for something. And when we deviate from that, I think, you know, it has to be kind of gingerly done. But I think it's good that people come up alongside of us and say, hey, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you aren't this is not you. You need to be this. And I, I think that's really what Emma was trying to do. And Snow just finally said, well, we just need to make the most of our last moments with our family. And yeah, I always like to tack friend on there, family and friends. Yeah. Because sometimes uh, friends can be that same type of support for us. And, you know, they talked about time. Time is the most important time with our family. And... Emma discussed being a sacrifice with Regina. And she said, this is a secret. You cannot tell it. There's a a couple of secrets tonight. Yeah, there were. Hook and Regina had a secret Mm -hmm. that they didn't, Mm -hmm. he didn't want to hear again. He didn't want to discuss. And then there was a secret with Emma and Regina. Yeah. About the. uh, Taking on the darkness. Taking all the darkness and being the sacrifice. And then Belle came in to gold shop and it was funny she reminded him now listen i'm telling you i'm not here for you no 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 i'm not here here listen here's bay's uh little uh scarf and this is going to protect you when you go over the town line i'm 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 letting you go uh go ahead have a life go see the world go live out your dream Mm -hmm. go see the world and then we find that Mo French is still in that town. Well, yeah, because running where would he be? the game of thorns. Yeah, where would he be? Well, I'm just I, we haven't seen him. But, I don't know. But here was where I thought for sure Belle would kind of be. She looked very suspicious. Yeah, and I thought for sure she was going to question it. Yeah, and she kind of did. And then I thought, okay, well, she's playing along, you know, because sometimes these characters love to play along, and then they surprise. I knew you were faking it all along. Nah. She started to go. Henry's the one who stopped her. As we find out True. later. I I really want to focus on a on line here and I'm gonna step on, on some thin ice, but I want to go there. When Regina and uh, Gold were talking about going to the underworld, and Gold said, Look, we deserve it. Mm-hmm. You and I. Yeah. 
for sure deserve to go to the underworld. Yeah. And what I really... Sometimes in life, we get very hair trigger in our decisions about things and who who deserves mercy who deserves forgiveness and we are pretty quick to sit on the throne and and point a finger and say this person deserves it and this does not what i love about once upon a time is we have the story is beyond this kind of bad people get bad things good people get good things it's it's mm-hmm. It's a mixture well, and we see certainly and, and we see people who are quote unquote bad take steps and get on a road to redemption to become good. Mm-hmm. And we've seen good people struggle and become bad. And it was just very the, the, the deserve mm-hmm. there. There is forgiveness. And sometimes I think people want to, uh, take suffering instead of forgiveness and kind of live this life of just accepting pain and misery to pay for something that they've done when sometimes there's forgiveness. And I think that's a touchy subject because people say, I'll forgive, but I can't forget. And, and, and there's, there's all these little um, things tagged onto it. But anyway, it's just, it's a very interesting thing to really think about what we deserve based on what we've done in life and and forgiveness and how that all works and and mm-hmm. do we do we allow ourselves to be forgiven if you hurt someone's feelings and you go and you tell them i'm sorry i uh, and then the other person says i forgive you well what if what if they don't do you, are you still going to carry that that guilt around? I think th- these are really important questions. And so, anyway, I just when they talked about what they deserved and how the show is kind of dealt with that type of thing, that life sometimes gives you a second, third, fourth, fifth chance. I think that's interesting. So then, now we have this plan of well, okay, the darkness can be destroyed has to be taken into someone and that someone needs to be destroyed. And the, when Emma was talking to gold about this, uh, the Excalibur, it was interesting that there was no deal really set. I don't know. I I expected that to happen, but I I did not hear that. And gold mentioned something uh, of that. I love this whole, uh, sword lore and it said the blade chooses who is worthy Mm -hmm. but as we find out later that probably wouldn't have happened anyway because gold always is two steps ahead correct yeah so when all this big battle is going to be going on the uh, regina and robin stay behind to take care of uh, the children yeah little little cute roland and the new baby and then when we had the flashback, it was so funny that that guy that Killian ran into first in that bar, the tallest dude I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how tall that guy was, but that, he was that guy was huge. Yeah, six four, six five, easily. And I was writing, but Big I think dude. Regina threw 
some type of a, a goblet or something and hit him in the head, knocked him over, and go, oh yeah, yeah. You don't, don't face that guy because that was the whole thing. They're going there to fit that one, and <laughs> and it was interesting because Regina had to go to a tavern too mm-hmm. to meet her yeah, destiny. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's all about this. You know, the cantina in Star Wars, the searcher, there's a bar scene. So there's all these different things that have the same type of flavor. And, but, uh, but yeah, I wrote Star Wars, face your father, you know, face your fear, face something. And the fathers have, uh, have failures. And um, that's what his big test was. I loved when... When we come back to Storybrooke, Zelina calls Robin Hood Robbie. So, oh, Gina and Robbie. Oh yeah, Gina, yeah, yeah. Robbie. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. She's she's a character and a half. And I wrote cheeky down. Somebody called somebody cheeky. She and did. I think- she said. Cheeky when yeah. um she was to picking out colors mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then joked about the fact that Kelly Hunter and Pistachio would be good names for the baby. Yeah, yeah. Really. Well. And then she and then Regina grabbed the you know the color uh, samples and threw them in the trash can, and she's like, "Oh, cheeky." That's what that was all about, which was funny because you know. And I I really do. I really enjoyed um, uh, Mystic Kid Steph's uh, discussion about television shows in the 50s where each episode was kind of its own show and it was it could stand on its own where television shows now like Lost and right lots of different shows have these arcs where the characters change and so if Unless you watch it from the beginning, you won't know how you might get grown. lost. Right. right. And so it was really cool that Zelina talked to Regina about the last time you had used that wand, you couldn't make it work. And she lit that thing up. And she goes, that's because I believe in myself now. I didn't then, but I right, do now. Right. And so it's just the character growth. I really, I really like that about this show. So. I do too, and I loved the fact that it made Zelina, who was feeling a little too cocky at that point in time, kind of go sit up straight just a little bit and realize, oh, maybe I should probably not anger her. Yeah. Very yeah. obvious, you know, shouldn't anger her. And then I loved this, we're going to go have a conversation, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. That should have scared her even more than, you know, just... The whole I lit up the wand thing. And I love the fact that she did. And where did they end up? And that's probably going to be the new place besides Granny's. Yeah. The clock tower. Well, yeah. That's where we go. That's where Hook hit all the, you know, it's kind of become. It's where the sorcerer's hat thing was going down. Yeah. So it's very, it's where Cora and Regina shoved Joanna. Johanna, yeah. Johanna. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen there. But what I'm, what I was, what I'm getting at is it, it's one of those things where Lady and I play hide and go seek. Mm. And I only have so many hiding places I can hide from her. Yep. Because now she knows to go look in those places and I'm running out of places to go. So I have to be ultra sneaky and i think that's going to be kind of the same thing it's like you know what let's just go check the clock tower because it's pretty much going to be there 
just a little sight. Lady is smart dog. She's I mean, so incredibly smart. smart. Okay, All right. enough about that. The so Zelina now quickly has gone back to Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we I loved that. We, we will not see Zelina meddling so much, and I already know that there are going to be people that are upset because the actual fraternal mother no would try and help me the 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 mother of the baby is now biological removed. mother yes and so not fraternal <laughs> well i was gonna say maternal but maternal does mean mother but you meant biological all right, all right. <laughs> so anyway i know that there's gonna be people upset about uh, that but yeah. i mean that's the decision yeah. that the writers made i don't know i mean i but don't yell at them online. Don't, I mean, they made a decision. Yep. You know? And Eddie and Adam did write know. this episode, by the way. Yeah. So. So, anyhow, Zelina is an Oz. And, and, and that's not the last we're going to see of her. She no. even said, you haven't seen the last of me. Which tells me we're going to spend some time in Oz next half of the next se- of this season. I have a feeling. And if not this season, quite probably well, season six, maybe. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Who? Who who knows? Yeah. I'm just saying. And we'll just have to contact Gold and ask him how many more seasons will there be. Yeah, because I can't fathom they're going to wrap up the Underworld in one or two episodes next and se- next half. They might. Yeah, not sure because Lost yeah, went six. Yeah, but Lost also lost one season because of writer strike. Yeah, they, they would have gone probably seven. Yeah, yeah. All right, so once again, this very interesting song that was playing. I don't know if it's an established song. I've never heard it before. Once again, um, yeah, I believe it's an old song from the 40s. Okay. But it's a um, th- that was a re- remake. I'd be interested to know who actually sang that. It, the voice sounded a little familiar to me. And I, I don't I think sure. it was Beverly Elliott. No, I don't, I don't think believe it was. So. But mm, anyway, no. yeah, it did sound. It kind of almost sounded a little bit like Lana. Who who knows? I, hey, I don't heard, know. I, the only I've not heard of any any person on the show who cannot sing. Right. Well, we don't know about the dwarves. Some of them can sing, though, from what I gather. I th- I think that's one of the things that you study when well, you, when you're when you an learn actor. to act. Yeah, I but that doesn't mean they, you can. Know, you know what I mean? There's some. Trust me. There's some actors out there who are not. I can great sing. Singers. Not well, right? But, but I mean, sing. I've heard and I've heard that almost all the actors on this show are actually really yes. good. Right? We've heard a couple of them literally sing, and they were ridiculously good. So, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know who did that singing, but anyway, the and and we had another mention you know we talked about uh, deserve what i deserve and all that and emma said it's the only way i can make up for what i've done and so again it's this idea i have to make up for this i have to perform some type of penance if you will or payment for what i've done so a lot of this kind of really deep uh thought uh, into this episode about making up for mistakes and and that kind of a thing and and it was really interesting to see Killian and his uh, father talking in the bar. And, you know, I wrote down, you know, fathers aren't perfect. And, you know, 
Killian has really faced a lot of people that have really let him down. And it's it's been kind of a sad a sad thing because Killian said, I want to be just like you. Yeah. And then his father said, but I told you, what kind of a man do you want to be? You can decide. And that's another thing that Regina said. I mean, Regina was... Have you? Do you know people in your life that when they talk to you, they cut all the BS and they get right down to it, and they bring all the everything together, and they talk to you because usually when we have a tough thing in our life, we kind of want to talk around it because it's it's difficult, it's hard. We don't want to. They talk about loss or pain or hurt or something, but sometimes we need people just to cut right through it all. And, and, and that's what Regina said. She goes, yeah. I know all the truth. Yeah. I know what happened. Yeah. What kind of a man do you want to be? Yeah. This is a time when you need to make a decision. Yeah. You can be just like him if you wanted to, mm-hmm. but I mean, and, and that's interesting in our life. I think there are times where we're better. And there's times that we're worse. Sure. And so whenever someone would get get a section of our life and say this is who this is who this person is and maybe it's not the best time in that person's life and they'll say no 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 I got better or 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 whatever. It was just it was interesting that Regina was kind of replaying that for him because Killing was so mad at his father. For leaving him and that well, kind of a sure. thing, and then uh, you know we we learned that he named his his son now, yeah, Liam. So, well, I mean, think about it. Killian would have been a little boy, yeah. maybe six or eight, maybe ten, and he was told by his father, I'll, don't worry, I will keep watch over the light. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. He wakes up in the dark, and then there's this strange older gentleman coming down the stairs going, uh, yeah, you pretty much belong to me, your dad. He took off because he's a thief and a scoundrel, and yeah. whatever he told you was all a big fat lie. Delivered him into servitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like- I mean, a kid of that age... To not fully understand, you know, to feel safe thinking that his dad's looking out for him and then all of a sudden his dad abandons him and simply because he makes bad choices, you know, and and then to to find out that basically his whole life has probably been a lie running from the law. Right. So it's understandable that he's going to be a little bit mistrusting. When someone says, oh, but I've changed. A practiced, really good liar like that is really hard to believe. I mean, I've known people like that who've said, oh, yeah, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then they turn around and they they stab you in the back again. And you just go, dude, seriously? And there comes a point where you have to say, I can either allow them to keep doing this to me or I can move on. Right. And... Even with that, you still have a couple of choices. Uh, if I allow them to do this to me and don't say anything and don't try to stop it and don't try to hold them accountable, then I'm putting myself back in the victim's shoes yet again. But if I try, if I, you know, let them do this to me, but I try at least something to, you know, fix it, at least there's that. But then if you decide, okay, I don't have to be around this, 
um, and I'm going to walk away from this. But then you walk away from it. Do you really walk away from it or do you walk away and plot your revenge? I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's so many different choices and it's all in how you, you know, what what choice do you make? And again, it comes back to what kind of man do you want to be? Yep. You know, what kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be the kind of person who, you know. And that, and I think it's freedom. I, I think it it's freedom to really be whoever. And I think, I think a lot of us struggle with the, hmm, let's see, I, it's going to, this is going to sound bad. The, the shackles of the um, hopes of our parents, what they want us to be. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard. It's hard to be not that, to choose something different and to be who you are instead of who others want you to be, whether mm-hmm. it's play sports or whatever it is. And, and I think I think it's it's freeing, but I think it's hard because maybe there there's a sense of comfort in in following in in your your father's footsteps or your mother's footsteps and and being that i don't know well and i think if you've got somebody in your life who's willing to stand up to you when you're doing something not right right or crazy or just plain i'll say it stupid and they tell you you're being stupid kind of like regina did with emma last week or like what she did with hook this week yeah you know, that's somebody who really cares. That's somebody who's saying, listen to me. I have been down this path. It is not a fun one. I mean, it was like gold, flat out saying, you do not want to go to hell. Yeah, It's a terrible, terrible, it will yeah. make you wish for death because it's not death. And by the way, there it's worse than that. So you will want death. And... I, yeah, I mean, it's it's if you've got somebody in your life who'll do that for you, as hard as that is to listen to, at least know that somebody cares about you. If they're telling I, you a truthful thing, I mean, there's obviously people who will say stuff and, to hurt you, but but as, if you really deep down inside know somebody is saying something and it's the truth and it's painful, but it's the truth, at least you know they care about you. And I guess that's really what stood out to me. It's one thing, kind of like what you said, it's one thing for somebody to get in everybody's business and and just kind of throw their weight around and say all kind of things, whatever. But I think, no, I know that Regina really cares about these people. She does. And this is such a difference. I mean, the the path that she's taken from season one, where she really only cared about her revenge herself what she wanted her her power and that was it but now she is really invested in all these people well they're family even killian they're family right because and, uh, technically so. emma's her granddaughter mm-hmm. her step granddaughter but nonetheless and killian is her her love so yeah she yeah. he's family and yeah he's been there for her and he cares about you know, Emma and he cares about Regina. He's, he's, you know, put himself on the line for her too. And I think, and this is really an extreme thing. So don't take it as complete <laughs> face value. This is a, a dramatic television sure, show. Sure, sure, sure. But Emma will defend her family to the point of where she was going to kill Killian. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty. You you talk about weighing your priorities, and 
that, that's that's a that's a tall order. Yeah. And so yeah. it to the point where th- that little exchange they had in her house in the little uh, foyer of the house there, yeah. mm-hmm. and then Hook was popping back and forth, and then he changed into Henry. The minute he did that, and, I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, Emma, don't trust him. And he oh. got the sword and then turned back into Hook. And oh, then my God. That was it. So that was all the Dark Ones needed to destroy all of them because they had the mark of uh, Sharon and, uh, on their Karen. wrist to go to yeah. Um, the Underworld. Yeah. And um, Which, by the way, Karen is the ferryman who ferries newly deceased souls across the river Styx and Asheron to get to Hades. Right. So there's two rivers that have to be crossed in yeah. order to get all the way to the underworld. And that's why you need a ferryman. And typically the the cost was a coin. And if you didn't pay it, if you didn't have enough to pay it, you wandered the shores for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So the Children, the um, which, by the way, sorry, that mark on their wrist, right? It kind of almost looked like honeybees to me, but then it looked like it could have been a beetle or a spider, I, it looked like a scarab, it and was it was a really possibly an Egyptian type of a which is tip of the really very weird because it really doesn't apply in mm. Greek mythology. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, right. So, but the the fairies were mentioned. Yes, blue absolutely. fairy and the other fairies yeah, yeah, were mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And they were taking care of the children, protecting yeah. the children. Well, everybody else goes to hell. So there you go. <laughs> and so the it was interesting. Again, another religious term is Hook called the ferryman's boat, the SS Purgatory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, lots of, you know, it's very, this has been probably the most religious termed uh, season ever because we have the the silver chalice the holy grail yeah. and then we have the mention of hell and then the purgatory it's just i don't know i i think it's very interesting so um the so hook's father named his son liam and hook i think rightly thought he said well you didn't care about me you left me, but you you want another son to replace to replace the one that right, you left, that you the left abandoned. Before. Yeah, and he said, "No, no, no, I'm honoring Liam." And he goes, "He's no. honoring Lee. I'm honoring you both." Yeah, which yeah. is funny because we didn't hear him say that his middle name was Killian. Right, right. He should have. Yeah, if he was really honoring him, the boy, the two boys, he should have named him Liam Killian. But maybe he did, and we just didn't hear that part. One of my but that does sound. I mean, to a child, to a, a man who's lived for century and who has been abandoned for almost that entire time by his father when he was a small boy, that's a, a knife wound. And his father was under a sleeping curse. Yeah. And all, all we heard it was a story about his mother. Is his mother was a nurse? Not Killian's the the little boy, the new little boy. No, no, no. What I mean is Killian's father Yes. was under a sleeping Correct. After spell. he abandoned the boys. Right. So, but, but he fell in love with this nurse right. who had a soothing voice. 
we don't know who that is. Right, we don't because know who she is. died from the plague. Right. So hopefully it's not just kind of a one-off story, but we we learn more about. It'll be interesting. It would be interesting if uh, Killian meets his mother in the underworld. Huh. And but we'll that's not Killian's in... mother. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, well, the, the, both mothers may be down there. I don't right. know. The stepmother. That yeah. would have been the stepmother. So, yeah, because usually we see them or, I don't know. It was interesting that we didn't see her at all. But, yeah, that would have been her, uh, his stepmother. That's what I meant. Sorry. Okay, so the Killian ended up killing his father which was yeah very much like regina had had done in a way there was no heart pulling and no dark curse no but killian killed his father and we didn't hear that story but we knew that he had rings that represented sad stories and that's one of them but he didn't have a ring for his father i i, I know but i'm just saying there were lots of sad stories in his right. life and this right. was one of them yeah what i i did love and you know, it's it is a trope. It's a it's a motif that is in a lot of different stories where a dying person gives the most important thing as they're dying. Sure. And his father uh, told Killian, "It's never too late to change." Right. You can change, and I think in his father's mind, even though he didn't go to Killian, I think he was trying to change. He got married. He started another family. Maybe he was trying to be a better man. And he he stayed. Quite possibly. And, and he took his son with him this time. So, I mean, Killian was really obviously hurt that his father left him and his brother. But his father was trying to redeem himself. Yeah. Not with his, not with Killian, mm -hmm. but with his new family. And, and. Anyway, I mean, I mean that's that's life too. Sometimes people have to start over, and and it's it's not fixing what happened before, but it's starting over now, and that Correct. can be but, tough. But too. here's the tough part, and this is where I kind of I mean, look, if I was in his shoes, I'd probably feel very similar. Sure. Here is this man who did some terrible, terrible things. He says he's changed man. He's redeemed himself. Why didn't he come look for me? Why didn't he make any attempts to come, come apologize? Why didn't he make any attempts to come include me in his life? Sure, sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I have a feeling that was part of it. And mm. then worse, to name his son after my brother, who mm. he, unfortunately is deceased... You know, and the dad didn't know, quote unquote, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know. Maybe he really did know. And then that was his way of, you know, honoring him. I, it, Killian wasn't the favorite son and he figured that out. You know, and that's kind of, that's, it's a, that's a lot of emotional baggage to have to carry around for all those years. So, I, one of the questions I had is, so all the dark ones are connected, I guess. Well, sure. But how could Nimue restrain Emma if they were all connected? I, because I guess, the I guess power it was the of all of them. human host or something. Sure, sure, okay. sure, sure. Right. So when the when Nimue was well, think about it. Who did Nimue? Who did Nimue switch places with? 
Uh, she walked through Henry. Yeah, okay. All right. So if anybody can restrain Emma, it would be Henry, okay. right? Yep. So if we're going to go that route, that's how she was able to restrain her. But it's, I'm sure that it's the combination of, you know, Nimoy being the oldest and original dark one and taking on Henry's place, um, you know, that, yeah, that kind of makes sense. So I thought for sure what was going to happen when they first did that, when they were walking through them, that it was that they were going to like inhabit their bodies. And then we'd see our heroes behave in the most despicable manner. Well, they, they've sort of done that kind of sort well, of. Well, yeah. But the I mean, I'm glad they didn't do that, but I was kind of half expecting that. And then when they explained, nope, we just traded marks, basically. I was like, okay, great. So they're mortal now, are they? Because they the, kind of the producers places? and writers get so much, I'll say, stuff mm-hmm. when they make decisions about yeah, things yeah, like yeah. Camelot's gone on too long, Neverland's too long. Oh, it's tired and boring and all this. But the th- these wrapping up of things tonight, tonight in this episode uh-huh. and. Um, Killian as a dark one was resolved so fast. Mm -hmm. It really didn't have time to breathe to kind of, we never really got time to see all of what Killian could do as a dark one. It was so fast. Then we had the dark ones come to Storybrooke. That was resolved pretty fast. And we'll, we'll talk deeper about that. But what I'm saying is these types of big, Big moments in these arcs are getting tied up so fast that it's like, okay, I, I, I didn't really have time to kind of feel anything. I just, all right, I don't uh, know. Oh, there were so many feels. No, tonight. no, no. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> so, okay. But I know what you're so saying. Nimoy, I know what you're saying. Nimoy was restraining Emma yeah, in, yeah. in a way, choking her, hurting yeah, yeah. her, and when I saw Hook's face killian's face uh-huh. looking back and forth i said it's luke yeah it's luke when yeah. palpatine was uh shocking uh vader, vader and, and this and that yeah. i said it's luke and so it, it was no surprise that killian took the sword and oh, took yeah. all the dark ones to you know relieve emma from being hurt anymore right because Killian is still in there. He still loves her. Yes, sure. And unfortunately, it doesn't appear that we're going to get the love story resolved between Nimue and Merlin, of which I would have wanted. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. The original Dark One finally being free of that. Yeah, she didn't want to be, though. A, That's know, the choice. Choices, babe. Choices. Yeah, I know. It sucks a little bit, but then, you know what? You can't have everything all happy, sappy. You know, there's got to be, unfortunately, a little bit of sadness and darkness. Yeah. Right? To balance it out. So, yeah, that was I, really, like, quite an intense scene. That whole thing had me, like, um, sobbing. Well, let uncontrollable. me... Uncontrollable. Uh, let me talk about some kind of geeky, and then we'll, we'll talk more about okay. that. I loved how Killian and Emma were holding that shaking sword with all that darkness in there. That yep. was well done. Oh, because yeah. normally it's kind of like, yeah, I'll hold it out here, but it was shaking. 
because to me it tied in with the sound that you heard. It was yeah, just yeah. this kind of uh, tumult, <laughs> and, tumult and and all that. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, intense whispering. It's always <laughs> right. <laughs> like lost, actually. And um, but yeah. anyway, I really liked the way the sword had. It was like it was alive because it had well, yeah. all that 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 power and all mm-hmm. those uh, beings in it. Mm-hmm. And then Killian, you know, it started coming down, and Emma knew what was around the corner. And Killian said, "Let me die." A let me hero. go. Yeah, let me die. Let a me hero. go. That, let me be that hero. That's what you remember of me, not. Yep. Ah. Yep. Uh, because he he listened to well, he was reminded of it by Regina. He yeah. he got to make a choice. Which man did he want to be? And oh, he made the choice. It still just killed. He me. could have stayed and been that evil dark hook, or he could have made the ultimate choice, save them, been the sacrifice, yeah. and. Lost to shed his mortal coil. Oh, there you go. Huh? Yeah. So it was uh, it was quite a thing. I know that they they were looking in each other's eyes and saying goodbye, and then she uh, ran him through with the sword, with oh, the Excalibur God. sword. The I love you's exchanged, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, we kind of glossed over this a little bit. But down in Regina's vault, when charming Emma and uh, Snow and they were holding baby Neil and the whole conversation between Snow and Emma and the I love you's exchanged there mm-hmm. had me yeah. in tears as well, by yep. the way. Yep. So. So then we got a repeat of that. Yes. Poor Emma doing crying. The the Emma. Ugh. Stabbing hook with Excalibur reminded me of gold stabbing pan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would, to me, was very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different situation, Little but bit, it was but yeah. similar in the way it was played out. But it pulled all the darkness out of her yeah, yeah. and out of him. And he was able to die a hero. And then... um she was back to the Emma hero yeah. we saw when she first got to town. Now, I'm not going to say anything, but I, I'm, I'm going to... All this arc of this 5A, and we did not see the other scene that we saw filmed in Steveston. No. I bet you it's a deleted scene. Or possibly, it could be a comedy thing. Uh, no. Anyway, possibly. I was waiting. I was waiting all this mm, time. Mm, I think we're going to see it. 5B. Seriously, right. I know that sounds crazy, but I think 5B. I won't I can't say why no, we I can't. disagree with you now, but okay, okay. I'll but anyway. Tell you later. Yeah. All right, yeah. so the So Bell runs back to Rumple? Yeah. That was uh, look. Well, I'm the minute happy Henry, for the Rumbell yeah, yeah. fans, the but I'm just Henry telling you. The minute Henry tells her she goes running back to to Rumple. It seems like she missed Rumple Stiltskin. It seems like that she likes the bad boy. Of course she does. And the minute she's all attracted the, to the, him. The minute, even though she didn't know it, no, 
but she's attracted to okay. it. So there you go. Beauty and the Beast. Come on. It so, makes sense. So don't sell your motorcycles, guys. Just keep that motorcycle because I'm telling you one day it'll pay off. If you sell no. the motorcycle and get a Vespa to save gas, you're just, no. not, you're just not going to be No, but it was quite interesting. Now, we see that she runs back to him yes. and realizes she wants to be with him. Oh, rejoice. I, I got to say. I if was, I was him, I'd say, oh, ho, ho, ho. Hold up. I, don't know, I got to think about this. No, no, <laughs> he wouldn't kidding. have. But I will tell you. I'm kidding. Look, I don't want any haters coming after me. Don't, but I'm telling you right here me. and now. The minute she said, I don't need to travel the world to realize I want to be with you. I was like, wait, what? What now? Are you kidding me? She broke it off with him. She told him she needed time. What? He makes a selfless sacrifice and wants her to go visit the world. And then that's that like redeems everything he's done to her. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I love Belle to pieces. I adore Emily to Robin. I think she's fantastic. I have loved her since lost. Heaven knows I love Robert Carlyle. Yes. Like still. I know. Uh, but, but uh, uh, I know. Like I said, like I said, the, these quick resolutions of these what? major, major things, like Bell basically saying, "But talk to the hand, Rumple. Okay. I need some time." Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm with you. So then we see the next scene, which is Rumple getting up from a night of reconciliation with his wife, <laughs> shall we say? Right. Roaring fire uh, in the fireplace. Uh, They're at Granny's, uh -huh. and she's zonked out of sleep. <laughs> Good for her. Well. Um, here's my prediction for five B. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Here it is. Because yeah. Rumpel gets a text and has to run off to the shop. But here's the prediction for five B. Mm -hmm. Bell will be pregnant. Sure. Yeah. And that's going to create a whole another storyline. Because she's going to find out what we found out right. when he gets to the shop. Yep. Because what happened? What happened? Emma heard. Right. And that, that was another question. Is how can she hear that if she's no longer okay. the dark one? Well, and he explained that. He explained that. So X dark ones are still kind because of connected to she, it? Absolutely. She's still connected to the dagger because the dagger isn't gone. It's not gone. It's All not right. destroyed. He okay. still has the dagger. All right. Right? We have to have the dagger. Can't get rid of the dagger. Yeah. So we have the dagger still. So then, with, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so Excalibur altogether has never been like the real true Excalibur? No, you know it's the true Excalibur. But remember, he explained how he how he fixed that. Okay. Okay. Did he split it apart again? Yeah, he basically did. So remember when they had the conversation, he explained to her because she's like, "How is this possible?" Right. How is this even possible? Well, okay, okay. I, and I got he the said, whole collecting the all whole, the dark. He goes, "Hey, look. To hey, look. With all the other dark ones dead." He goes, because I managed to find the loophole, which he right. always does. Yes. Which, again, when he gave her the sword, she even asked, 
what, you don't want to make a deal? And he goes, not this time. Because he knew he yeah. didn't need to make a deal. He All he had to do was get the loophole going. And he had the loophole. So he did. He poured the, the potion on the sword, which, again, made it seem like it was right. whole when it really was not whole. The one thing. Right? Think about that. Think about that. It appeared to be whole. Why did it? The Sands of you, Avalon? Yes. It was the Sands of Avalon that was on there. And here's why I say that. Because she ran hook through in his chest. Mm-hmm. Where did we see his wound? Right. On his neck. Yeah. Which he got from Excalibur when it was still half. Yeah. Right? And that's the... And, and it was even stated that a wound from Excalibur right, cannot would... Heal. Cannot heal. Right. So we saw... What looked like it had been healed, which it was all, it's all frippery and show and, mm. and smoke and mirrors. That's why. So what he did was he made it appear like it was whole. He broke basically it in half. He broke it in half and he kept on to the dagger piece. And then when, and he made it so that it would transfer the magic, right. all the dark one magic, not the dark ones. So the dark ones are gone. The only two dark ones that exist right now are Emma Mm-hmm. And Rumple. And right. Emma's a former dark one. Yeah. All right. Rumple is the dark one again, mm-hmm. which I knew was going to somehow happen. So if you are a brand new viewer yep. to Once Upon a Time, and you have lasted this long into our first thoughts, first of all, I commend you. Second of all, if this is your first episode that you watched, I am sorry. <laughs> There is a lot of information that you need to kind of figure all this stuff out. It's tough for us. And we watch from the beginning. Yeah. So. But not really because I'm on it. I totally. I know. I know. I, 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 yes, absolutely. But I'm just saying, you you know, you got to stick with us and listen to other podcasts that can kind of fill in gaps and and do the best you can. This is not easy. No. This, this, There's this lots of not, rules and lots of oh, things and lots gosh. of little bits of information. So, so Rumple says, basically, it's still calling to you because now not only am I the dark one, the only dark one right now, Emma's uh-huh. back to being the savior. She still has magic because she threatened to go tell Belle. And she goes, I can get right, to Belle right. and tell her before you kill me. And she's willing to make that sacrifice because she already knows it's going to have to happen. So... Based on, because either way, her family was going to end up in in Hades anyway, in underworld anyway, right? Yeah. So that being the case, she decided to basically call his bluff on this and go, "You wanna, you wanna be the dark one? Fine, but guess what? Here's what's going to happen." All right. And now everybody knows, except for Belle, once again. Uh, yep. Right. So. The, the one thing I'm happy about is if we don't have to have Dark One Bell, Dark One Henry, Dark One Archie, that it's no, no, kind no, of no, back no. to the way it was yeah, before. Yeah. It's the way it should be. That's fine. We're, we're reverting back to season one again. Okay. And by the way, he said he now has all the power, not only of all the dead Dark Ones, but also her as well. Yeah. She still has magic, but he has her Dark One magic. And he's so, also got hooks. Right. So, in effect, that she still doesn't have all the darkness that was uh, sent to Lily. Exactly. Either. So, 
Don't forget. Remember who Lily is? Yeah, yeah. You know Lily? I do remember Lily. daughter. Yeah, yeah. We were going to learn who her father was. Right. And, yeah. So, um, that may be second that. half of the season. Right. But 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 the other thing is, is okay, so just keep this under wraps. We already have the prediction that Belle's going to be expecting a little bundle of Rumpelstiltskin yep. joy. Um, next half of the season. Uh, the other thing I think we're going to see is we are going to see Lily, um, and Maleficent somehow, uh, come back into play and they may be the way to kind of balance everything out. All right. right? Uh, possibly. All right. But so... I love the fact that now we have... So I thought it was interesting. The old "Don't test me," Emma told Gold, and Gold said, "No, don't, don't, don't test me." Well, yeah. no, Gold said it first, and then Emma said, "No, whoa, don't test me." Right? Because I'm telling you. Yeah. So that that was kind of a fun tete tete there yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Uh, pawn yeah. shop. Yeah. But the small vial of magic. Come on, know, he had that in the kinda... vault. He, he had that in his in his safe. He always. Did, did... Come on. Listen, there are so many vials of stuff like squid ink and all this. Sure. Just a little bit. Just sure. a little bit at the bottom. Oh, it's almost empty. We'll use just, I uh, just, you know. It's not. It, there was no all saying right. that it was, you know, almost empty. It was just Can't they get the conch shell and call the, the other squid and get some more ink? What's Sure, why I not? Just, okay. All right. So then Emma... Has a plan that even though dead is dead, from the producer's mouths, sure, Emma and the others and the family yeah. are gonna go and Robin, yeah. gonna go into hell. Yes, going to get for uh, Killian. Yeah, who's down there in hell, worse than death. You wish you were dead. Yep, and break her heart in half. And do the old half heart thing and bring him back. Right. Okay. All right. I, right. I, I, okay. Right. But wait, wait, wait. This is an important piece. Okay. So let's count who went down into the underworld after they called Charon. And by the way, how did they get there? Rumple had to cut himself in order to drop right, the blood. Right, right, right. And he's like, Are you sure you want to do this? And the she's like, lake, Yeah. Lake portal. Well, sure. And what was interesting is, is that. We're like, wait a second. And even even Charming and Snow go, wait, 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 wait. You, somebody else is going to have to die. You can't just bring him back. Somebody right. else is going to have to stay. What's yeah. going to happen? And she's like, no, I'm going to take a page out of your book, mm -hmm. and we're going to share a heart, which they did on the sword. They are true love. They're meant to be. Yep. Hence the reason why we're going to see that's how it's going to happen. It's going to be very interesting how that's all going to play out. But here's the thing. How many people went down there? Who went? Henry. Emma, Henry, mm -hmm. Regina, right. Robin, right. Charming, right. Snow, mm -hmm. Rumple. I thought he stayed behind. I'm pretty sure he stayed behind. He stayed on the... the... On the shore? Yeah. Okay, so there's six of them, right? Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, in the mythology, Greek mythology for Charon, there are eight heroes mm -hmm. who have journeyed... To the underworld, still alive, and have come back from it. Okay. So that's how they're going to get around that whole thing. And these heroes, interestingly enough, are Hercules is one of them. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
Aeneas is another one. Was he was a Trojan hero, and um, okay. there's been a few of them. There's been a number of them. So um, they could maybe change someone who's down there into a hero. And add well, to I'm it. thinking that so. that basically we're gonna see. I thought gold went with them, but maybe not. I thought she made him walk across water. So I thought she made him go because he's part of this. He has to. To my, to my recollection, he stayed on the, the, the shore. I could be wrong. Uh, I, I'd have to watch it again, the ending. But anyway, point is, is that. Um, Hold on. All right. So we took another little uh, peeky peek at the end and, in fact, Hook did. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Gold did. Rumple. Rumple did join them. Absolutely. On their quest yes. to the underworld. Right. So. Which would be seven. Right. And then Hook would be the, be eighth. the eighth. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Psyche, Orpheus, Aeneas, Theseus, Sisyphus, Dionysus, um, and, of course, Heracles, also known as Hercules. Yes. So those are the... Oh, and Odysseus. Did I say Odysseus? I don't know. But no. anyway, those are the eight. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to look more into, for not right now, but more yeah. into the research on who these characters are, these ones, because they could actually represent each one of those folks. Okay. So... Um, so it's kind of uh, like what they did with uh, the Oz storyline, the yeah, Cowardly of. Lion and yeah, all that. Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. Right. So um, that would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. to have them come back because it literally says that, you know, these in the Catabasis Mythem heroes, and I don't know what that is, heroes such as, and then it lists these, Journey to the Underworld and Return Still Alive, conveyed by the boat of Charon. Yep. So okay, so just there you have uh, it. I, I, beating a dead horse beyond its his life is uh, I, I I was wrong. I thought gold stayed behind, but yep. it went. So He's okay, back in the pack, baby. Back so the- that is all my notes, and the end. It says the show goes to hell. So there you go. That's, uh, <laughs> well, it does, I but, know. and it'll be interesting to see exactly what what gold meant by it's worse than death. Well, it's. It's fascinating. It was the same thing that uh, uh, Lucas said about uh, Revenge of the Sith. He was, we're, we're going to hell. And it was that lava planet and all yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. So that is the winter finale. Uh, we will record a main show, but I don't think we'll record it this Saturday. So, But please get uh, your emails in and voicemails in by next Friday. And we will not wait the entire hiatus, but no, no, no. We'll, we'll take a bit of a break. But we'd like to get all the um, all the feedback in, and I think yeah. I think everyone wants to get the feedback in while it's fresh in their mind. So if you can get in, get it in by yeah. uh, Friday. That yeah, would be, that'd be fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. And we'll be just a tweet or a Facebook uh, post away, and so that's it. I think that's all I've got. Yeah. Like I said, I have my predictions, and we'll yeah, see how yeah. things uh, pan out when we return in March. Did you see what I did there? Yeah, I did. So, again, just a reminder, if you're going to make any travel plans during the hiatus, please use our official travel agent. And when you do give our travel agent a call, mention that you're calling because yeah, yeah, you yeah, heard please. about her on the on the podcast. Right. That'd be That would be great. And so, so she'll know that uh, that it she was heard 
here. So yeah. it's uh, onceuponatimepodcast.com slash travel agent, all one word. Mm-hmm. And her name is Jeannie, and she will be there to help you at the phone number that is on the page. So that's it. That's all we've got. Thanks so yeah. much for listening and hanging there, there with us. And we hope you have a wonderful holiday, a little break, yeah. whatever you're going to be doing, spending time with family, friends, and if you have a break from school or whatever, maybe taking in a little vacation here and there, doing something. We hope yeah. you enjoy the hiatus. Yes. No once upon a time, but we hope you enjoy the holidays and other times with family and friends right. and all that. And so ring in the new year safely. And, yes. And then- please be safe and, uh, but have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, and like I said, you know, tweet at us here and there, send us little pics. If you go to a Disney park or whatever, uh, yeah. you know, let us know how you're doing. That would be fantastic at O U A T podcast. So until next time, I want to send big love out to everybody. And remember, big love is so big that you can't keep it all. So take what you need and pass on the rest to somebody else. And we've already heard uh, some, some emails of people mm-hmm. that have done that. And yeah. it, it works. Everybody needs love. They do. So until we talk again, this is Jeff and Colleen saying bye-bye. See you later. Bye. See you. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is a Rony Zone Media production. Our website is onceuponatimepodcast.com. You can contact us by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash contact. You can also connect with us on social media by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash connect. If you enjoy what we do and would like to support us, we invite you to go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash support. There's a number of ways that you can help us out, and we truly thank you for it. The Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast, where you experience more of the magic of ABC TV's Once Upon a Time. <laughs>